up, guys? Welcome back to Down With It podcast. This is episode number 15. Our guest today is a multi-million dollar real estate producer and entrepreneur in the West Palm Beach, Florida for over 10 years. One of her specialities is providing insightful guidance and negotiations through the entire sales process. Her clients and peers value her unparalleled commitment to an exceptional transaction and smooth process. In addition to this, She's also a founder and brand manager of My Mama Cooks, which is a culinary concept and feed featuring on Instagram, offering virtual culinary cooking classes and consultations. She is currently working as a realtor with Corcoran Group in South Florida and resides in West Palm Beach. That being said, let's welcome our guest, Pam Handy. Good morning, Pam. How are you doing today? Good morning, Sid. I'm doing fine. Thank you. First, and foremost, I want to take an opportunity to thank you for inviting me on your podcast. And also, I'd like to thank the audience for their time and taking a moment to listen to what I have to say. Thank you for the beautiful introduction, by the way. Thank you so much, Pam. It's an honor for us to have you here. Uh, before we leap into the real estate market in South Florida, would you mind taking a moment and telling our audience a little bit about your background? Yes, Sid. Um, to share a little bit about my background, um, I come from a small college town in the Northeast of the United States. And I'm very grateful and thankful for growing up in that small town community. It was a real good learning experience, gave me a great education. I was able to meet a lot of wonderful people and learn and grow and develop there. Also in that small town, I was able to develop an interest for real estate. I remember as a child looking through the newspaper on a Sunday afternoon, going to the back and seeing these wonderful, beautiful properties for sale and hearing the descriptions and reading the descriptions, if you will. And it just sparked an interest at me at a very young age. Plus I would admire the local realtors there as well too. I really admired the fact that they were helping people in making the biggest decisions in their lives, which is purchasing real estate. And as I was growing up, a lot of my friends would go on vacation to South Florida when time allowed, and they'd share their stories with me about South Florida. And I'd see these beautiful pictures in magazines of South Florida. And I said to myself, if one day the opportunity came, I think I'd like to live in South Florida and also sell real estate there if possible. I think I kind of manifested this in a way because what I was doing when I was up north is I went to the local bookstore and bought the books to study for the licensure. And through my free time and through my travels, I studied. One thing led to another and the opportunity arised and I grasped it and here I am. That's a little bit about me, Sid. Oh, wow. Well, you know, they say thoughts become things. So that's the manifestation of your thoughts. Uh, yes. So uh, I just want to talk a little bit about my mama cooks. You know, I'm a little bit intrigued and uh, would like to a little bit more know more about it, uh, as well as the audience. So uh, could you tell us a little bit about how did this idea come about uh, regarding my mama cooks? My mama cooks is a concept that was created out of the love and aspiration of my mother's cooking and her culinary skills. When my mother was a child, she really admired the adults that were cooking in the kitchen, and she always wanted to find a way to create recipes, if you will. 
And throughout her years, cooking was a big part of her get-togethers, her family gatherings with her friends. And I remember fondly as a child, my mother came to my preschool and she made this Indian dish called jalebi. And everybody was amazed and loved it so much and the reaction they had. It stayed with me throughout my childhood. And also when my mom would have get togethers and her friends would come over on the weekend, cooking was part of the whole you know, adventure, if you will. And people would say to her, you know, you should really do something with this. You should teach or you should um, create a cookbook. You should not keep this to yourself, you should share it. And to me, I, I thought about that for some time. I felt it was selfish of us not to share my mother's cooking adventures and her talents with other people. So that's where the Instagram was created. And we've been able to meet lots of wonderful people through this Instagram and collaborations as well. And My Mama Cooks is, I would like to say a love letter to the world in the form of my mom's cooking, her creations and her stories and her culinary adventures, if you will. Wow, that's amazing. Um, I hope that's going great for you guys. Um, I, did, I, did, I do follow your Instagram for My Mama Cooks and uh, uh, very tempting, you know, the dishes. Yes, it is very tempting. And I may be biased, but I think my mom is one of the best home chefs out there. Hey, love that. Nothing better than homemade mom cooking, right? Yes, can't beat it. Can't beat it. Uh, so, so, so let's talk about now the real estate market in South Florida. So the housing market in South Florida has been booming since last year, you know, uh, just to point some things out, the single family home sales have increased by over 24% and the median sale prices have gone up by nearly 18% compared to a year ago. That being said, as a realtor from your experience, what do you think are the key contributing factors that led to this uh, astonishing uh, boom in the real estate market? Well, Sid, I think some of the key contributing factors is people wanting a change and looking for a new direction, if you will, and reevaluating their situations. I think the pandemic opened people's eyes to what is occurring around them more. And with the opportunities to work at home and be in the home environment more, I think it's made people realize they want more out of their living environment and their workspace, if you will. And that's why I think Florida came on the radar because Florida has a lot to offer. It has the sun, the sand, and the space, plus the palm trees, beautiful lifestyle, and also tax incentives as well too. So those are some of the things that I think people have taken into consideration and decided to move here, plus the mortgage interest rates being low, and it's just a lovely place to live. And with everything that happened during the pandemic and continues to happen, I think that's why it makes Florida a very desirable place. Plus in comparison to North and other regions, what you would spend on a home is completely different than what you'd spend on a home in South Florida, therefore making it economically feasible as well too. A lot of things play into factor. So, so Pam, uh, so let me ask you now, I know that South Florida has been very attractive to international buyers and investors. Besides the points you mentioned, uh, is there anything else 
you think that makes it so attractive to foreign buyers and investors? Yes, I think what makes it attractive to foreign buyers and investors is that it's the perfect mix of snowbirds, tourists, and all types of people from all types of lifestyles, if you will. It has a lot to offer and retirees as well too. And because of that, and because the rental market is so hot right now, it makes it an incredible place to get a good return on your investment. So those are some of the things that I think make it the perfect place to invest and plus the tax incentives too. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's very interesting that I did not know this, but I found out that South Florida has the third fastest growing rental market in the United States. Yes, it does. Oh, wow. Yes. Uh, so now let's talk about pre-pandemic and post-pandemic, right? So what are some of the major differences you have seen uh, in terms of single family condos? Um, I'm more curious about knowing about luxury properties as well. You know, what was the scenario before and now what's the scenario now? Well, I think they all blend together, if you will, Sid, in some respect, the pre and pandemic comparisons. Pre-pandemic, there was a less sense of urgency, if you will. People were looking for a great bargain, no matter what the price point, if you will. And there was more flexibility in negotiations and the demand wasn't the same as it is right now, but the inventory was there. And those were some of the things pre-pandemic. People weren't thinking about what was gonna happen necessarily so much next. It was unpredicted. And post-pandemic, what I believe, um, people are willing to, of course, pay more now than they were before for a property. There's multiple offer positions. You have to get more creative with your offers and what you're giving to the potential um, clients, if you will, sellers. There's just so many factors that have come into play right now. And a house can be sold before it's even listed on the market at this point. And it'll be in the MLS not even a day and it's under contract. The whole scenario has changed and it's made people have to think outside the box, if you will, and get more creative in the whole aspect. So those are the things that have, are in the differences between the post and the pre-pandemic, I find. So Pam, would it be correct to say that the transition of the real estate market down there has shifted from buyer's market to seller's market now? Exactly, yes, exactly. It is a seller's market, you, that is 100% correct. So, so, I mean, with all the migration of people from the Northeast, Midwest and California uh, since, the, since last year uh, when pandemic started, where do you see the market in the next three to five years from now? Do you see any tectonic shift or what do you see? Well, Sid, I can't predict what's going to happen next, of course. But what I see is this continuing. I don't see there being necessarily a change. I've had many conversations amongst various peoples regarding this. And a lot of them think, oh, it's going to be a bubble it's going to explode. And then some, they agree with me as well too. It's just gonna continue on because the, the attractiveness of being here. Uh, interesting. 
So Pam, let me ask you now, do you cover the entire South Florida market? And, and, and like, what areas do you cover down there in South Florida? Well, I proudly serve the South Florida region. I am in the Palm Beach County area, and I also cover certain parts of Broward and Miami-Dade as well. Okay, and uh, uh, so, so what makes you different than the other realtors out there? If I, if, for example, if I wanted to buy a house and I wanted to reach out to you, uh, why will I choose you? That's a great question, Sid. And I have such respect and admiration for so many people in the business. And to say what makes me unique is I think the fact that I listen. I truly listen to what the client is saying. It's not necessarily about the dimensions, the bedrooms, the square footage, the pool or the view. There's a lot of other factors that come into play when purchasing a property. And I take the time to listen and actually hear what they're saying to me. I think that's what separates me from the rest. And of course, I, I just love the business very much. There's nothing more rewarding than helping people find their home, biggest investment they're gonna make. So I would say those are some of the things that separates me and makes me unique. Uh, those are great qualities, Pam. Pam, Thank I, you. I, I have a question. So, if if someone wants to move from, say, Northeast to South Florida and is looking to buy, um, as we know, this is a seller's market now. What is your advice if they wanted to reach out to you? Is this the right time? Should we be a little bit patient? Uh, like, I just want to understand a little bit more dynamics. You know. Well, Sid, I like to believe this, and I think this is true. It's never a wrong time to buy real estate. Real estate is one of the best investments you can possibly make. And it is a great time. You know, it's important to um, achieve what you want to achieve when you want to achieve it. And opportunity is there. You just have to be creative. And you got to look a little harder. You got to work a little harder, which we're not afraid of. But yes, I would highly recommend if interested in a property in South Florida at this time, please don't hesitate to contact me and I'll be happy to work with whomever is interested in potentially moving here or relocating here, if you will. Well, that's great, Sam. So actually we are going to put uh, your uh, information in the description box of this video where people can find you, contact you. Uh, so you have been with Corcoran for how long and how did, how did that happen? Like Corcoran, um, I've been there for about two years almost now. Okay. And it's a wonderful office. Corcoran is amazing. They welcomed me with open arms. It's a very, very nice group of people. And I really enjoy being there very much. Okay. Uh, going back to a couple of more things, you know. Yes, please. So, uh, a fact, one of the surveys I found online was that cash is king in the South Florida real estate market. And especially, I want you to pay attention to this number. The West Palm Beach tops the list. Around 53% of the home sales in 2021 have been cash. 
yes. what do you think is uh, contributing to like this cash buying trend down in South Florida? I think what's contributing to that, Sid, is the fact that when you're buying with cash, there's less challenges and obstacles versus with a mortgage. However, I'm not a licensed mortgage broker, if you will. But when you're purchasing with, you know, um, a mortgage in mind and financing, there's a lot of stipulations and the process can be long and time consuming. And I think those factors come into play when deciding between a cash offer and a non-cash offer, the logistics, if you will, and the deadlines and cash, you can close immediately. Um, that's another thing too. And people want, you know, cash is king, like you said. What is the average uh, closing time for, for a cash deal down there? It can be two weeks. It can be less. Wow. It depends. But um, one thing I noticed Sid, is people are um, deciding not to do inspections. And I think it's imperative that they do inspections. Um, to waive that, I think that is not a good idea. And I highly recommend, no matter what the deal is, to have that inspection done. You know, it's great you brought this point because I wanted to bring this up as well. Uh, people actually here uh, in the New York City, New Jersey area are actually waiving off the inspection due to the bidding wars on property. So uh, you're right. I mean, inspection is, it should be a must. And, uh, you know, you can always find things by doing only inspection, right? So yes, uh, inspection. Yeah, that's great. So, so, so Pam, do you think that the real South Florida's real estate market remains red hot? Yes, I do. I, without a doubt, I really believe it's going to remain red hot, Sid. And, and do you think it's going to stay like more of a seller's market for the next couple of months before transitioning back into the buyer's market? I think it's going to take a lot, a little bit of time before we see a change. Okay, so it's going to take a while. Um, but like I said, like I said previously, though, Sid, um, it's always a good time to buy. So because the market is a seller's market, that shouldn't um, make buyers hesitate to purchasing real estate because we don't know where the market is going to go later on. And it's a very good investment. It's a good investment, as you said. Uh, I, I know Pam, time is of constraint here. So I just want to um, ask you one last question. Like, what is your message to the audience watching this podcast and, uh, and anything else that you want to share about yourself? Uh, please go ahead. Okay, well, I want to first sincerely thank you, Sid, for this opportunity to sit down and discuss this with you. Um, it, it really means a lot that out of the sea of people you could have chosen to speak on this podcast, you invited me. So my utmost respect and thankfulness to you for this opportunity to speak to you and to your audience. In regards to my message, I think the one thing, if anything we can be in this world, let's choose to be kind to one another. That's my message. Be kind, choose to be kind. It's very important. Well, Pam, that's, that's one of the most inspiring uh, messages you know, to send across. Uh, well, Pam, I, I wanna thank you very much. Uh, it's an honor to have you. Uh, maybe down the line, we will do a more detailed uh, podcast with you when you have more time. Uh, 
but for now, I want to thank you very much for your time. Uh, you know, we will put your information in the description box, and uh, it was just an honor to have you. Thank you so much, ma'am. Well, Sid, again, thank you for this wonderful opportunity and taking the time to sit down with me. And I wish you continued success in all you do and much success with this beautiful podcast as well. And thank you again for inviting me. It's been an honor and a privilege. Thank you, Ben. We wish the same for you. Thank you. Have a good day. Thank you. Bye. You too. Bye-bye.